All right, let's go. Let's do this. What up, everybody? Uh, Austin, I think you have to maybe perhaps mute our guest. He is muted. It only happens uh, when we started going live. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. We good? You feeling good now? Yeah, I feel better. I heard him in the back and I was like, oh, I think we might have to mute that. Yeah, it only shows up. Uh, it's like that every time. It just happened to be, the guests just happened to be talking during that moment. Welcome, everybody, to episode 94. 94, good, a really good year for skating. We're starting to get into the beginning years of skating with our episodes. Now we're in 94. <laughs> Very exciting. Should we do a correlation of that of some kind? I feel like we did so many super OGs in this time already. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's just, it's funny. <laughs> but, um... I'm stoked for today, man. Oh, yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, long time. We have a very, very special guest, OG, in the game. And I'm, I'm really stoked to talk to him because he's been active for so long and he's still doing so much cool stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, before that, we got to get into a few things. I'll spare you the spiel for a moment and let's get right into our sponsor, um, Blank by Rollerblade. Blank has been doing a lot of cool stuff this year, bringing some new pro projects, a new team uh, or new members to the team. So uh, check out this trailer. There we go. It's Blank by Rollerblade. There we go. Everybody, check them out. Link in the description. Give them a follow on Instagram so you can stay up to date on all their updates and progress throughout the year. 2021 is going to be a big year for Blank by Rollerblade. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We also have another sponsor of the show today from mm -hmm. Balas Perdidas. Everybody should know Balas Perdidas by now. The guys over in Barcelona. Your buddies too, Billy, of course. Yeah, Mark, Audrey, uh, Telez. It's a heck of a crew, and they they just stay busy. Those guys are so sick, and they're they've come out busy. with a new project, another new project. Yeah, they got a new video, a full-length VOD out right now. I saw it this morning. It's entitled uh, Flama. I saw it this morning, and I, I hit up Mark right afterwards, and I'm like, yo, I was screaming in my kitchen because it was so good when I was watching it. But these guys yeah, are- Yeah, no, I haven't- I I have not had had the opportunity to see it yet, but you were telling me you were like, "Yo, this is so good." Yeah. So uh, I need I need to check this like right after this podcast. Yeah. I, I uh, after the first section, I immediately messaged Mark and I was like, "Yo, I'm only one section deep, but I'm like go bugging out right now." And I'm like, "I want to skate so bad. I had so much shit to do today, so I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow before we go skating because that's how good it is." So uh, Flama nice. is available. I'm gonna play the trailer for you in a minute um, by Mark Moreno, Teles, like you said, Tony Cheeto, all these guys, Adria. Um, it's available on their website, losbalasperdidas.com. Uh, there's a link in the description also for you guys to check it out. They also have a new clothing line that they're dropping as well with that. So definitely check it out, support these guys. They put in a lot of work to this VOD as you're gonna be able to see. I'm gonna play the trailer for you guys right now. So definitely check it out. That was more like it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. That's Honestly, yeah, I'm stoked to see it. I got to see that right after this because, first of all, I love all those guys skating, but I really, like, Telez is such an underrated skater. I love Telez skating. He's, he's like the most stylish dude. And uh, I didn't know Brandon was in there. Kaleha? Uh, Kayas? So, yeah, Kayas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think okay, every skater in there. Kayeha. <laughs> okay, see, you got the pronunciation right on this one. Yeah. I think every every skater in this video is an underrated skater. Every section is a right. banger, and I'm not even saying that just because, like, legit, every section is a banger. And I was so shocked by so many people in there that I was like, I can't wait. Like, I literally can't wait to watch it again. So everybody, definitely check it out. Support these guys. It's a full length VOD, so I'll keep you entertained for a while. Um, LosBalasPedidas.com. Uh, link in the description as well. Go by, support, check it out, and then check out the new clothing line as well. Totally, man. You got to support these kind of projects because when you put out a project that good, you just get another good project when you support these things. So and you got to keep just, them coming. Yeah, these guys just keep banging them out. Yeah, I mean, it's they do at least a couple things a year. So I, know, exactly. I love seeing these guys work. 
Yeah, yeah. But um, shout out to Balas Perdidas. Um, everyone, you know what time it is. It's spiel time. Please, if you don't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Facebook, give us a like. Instagram, give us a follow. YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you get a bing when it comes up and we have an episode going. Uh, we have an iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, a review, and we also have a Patreon. Right now, you can be a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You get exclusive content. You enter a raffle automatically every month for one free product from our store. And we're running that for a dollar for a limited time only. If you get in at the dollar level, you get to stay at a dollar. But um, we're going to be raising it to a couple of bucks or maybe three bucks along the way just so we could provide more content for you guys. So that's one way you could provide the show. And if you don't want to provide that way, please hit the like button, share, comment. All those interactions really help. They boost up the algorithm. It's completely free. And it helps get uh, get our thing out there more. So thank you. That's the spiel for today. Get our thing out there more. That's exactly what this is about. Let me uh, give a quick shout out to our new Patreon supporters this week. We have John Langdon. Sam Dynamau, Scotty Pajamas, Isaac Lucero, Brad, Ben Evans, Jenna Downing, Chris Pert, John Banning, Ryan Clemenson, and Two Pennies. So thank you all so much for your support. <laughs> Wait, like the last one? <laughs> I just like how you presented it. Two pennies. Yeah, I like that. And that was dope. That was dope. Like, like Billy said, we got to do our, our monthly supporter giveaway. So like we said, every month we take all our Patreon supporters and we put them in a, a random raffle so that you can win one of whatever you want from our online store, just to show our appreciation for supporting us in the first place. So we have this one going right now, and the winner for the month of March is Crick, Chris Shackerman. So boom, congratulations to Chris Shackerman. You just won one of something from our store, whatever you want. It could be a t-shirt, a hat, uh, one of these lovely mugs right here. So one of our lovely mugs. If and also while you're at it, check out jumpsuit.com slash store. We got a lot of goodies up there as well. That's another way to support us. So That's check it out. Way. Congrats to Chris. Thank you everybody again so much for supporting us on Patreon. Um, enjoy the exclusive content while it's there and just for you guys. So thank you. Cool. Um is it time for our guest? Well, one more thing, actually. We're not done yet. We ain't okay. done just oh, yet. Sorry, we have a w, but we have a WTF of the week, I forgot. But before we get into the WTF of the week, can I say one thing? Okay, go for it. Okay, <laughs> it's April seventh, everyone. It's uh, National Beer Day, so no way, everyone. State statewide, I'm celebrating with you guys today. Happy National Beer Day. Why didn't you tell me this? I could have gotten some more non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I just found out this morning when I was on Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, that's how everybody finds out yeah. everything. It's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Other than that, there is no Uber news. facts. It was yeah, I saw it on Uber facts. <laughs> Uber facts. <laughs> yeah. So all right, but go. we do have a WTF um, this week. Uh, this week, WTF. I couldn't find out the name of the person because the Instagram doesn't say the name, but their Instagram handle is Mreg Clue zero seven. So. This is nutty insane. The handle's on the screen too as well if you're, you're checking it out now. I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> Someone just, I don't know even know what you would call that, what it is. It's death is what it is pretty much. But um, yeah. That's different. That is definitely different. And imagine missing the soul stole and just going right into the ramp in front of it. Oof. That, yeah, that's that seems like the most likely scenario. Most that likely, situation. yeah, that's like the only yeah. way to go, almost. <laughs> yeah, but congrats on the WTF of the week this week. Uh, now we are good to go for our guest. Now our we are good guest. to go. Yes, I am stoked for this guest. It's uh, 
at this point, I was just thinking about it the other day. I see him out. He's still out with the young guys ripping and making new stuff. But this guy's getting into like OG level. He's been around ripping so long. Yeah, long so time. So really stoked to have him on. Jeremy Soderberg. Everybody welcome Jeremy. There we go. Yo. There he is. <laughs> What's up, bro? Chilling. What's good with you guys? I'm just you hanging know, in. Uh, enjoying life. Enjoying the night with you. <laughs> Speak up a little bit. Don't be shy. This <laughs> <laughs> is a confident yeah, um, episode. Yeah. Y'all gonna um, be nervous. Nah, nah, no, no way to be nervous. You got the whole crew in the background too and everything. So Thank you're chilling. You get to go. Fun. You got your support back there. Look at that. Oh, there we go. I love it. It's always <laughs> it's, it's, it's always the gang. I love it. What up, boys? <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Who, who's out yeah, there? Shout them out the real quick. Out. Shout them out real quick. Who's out there? Got uh, uh Jose Arce, and J Lord Santos chilling. What what's up, up, fellas? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Oh, yeah, a lot of those guys, the homies, the LT guys, but not only that, hooked it up with the donating skate, too. Got a lot of those skates around the world. Thanks oh, to those guys again, for real. Those are good dudes, good scene. Um, word, man, but it's really good to to talk to you. It's been a while. Um, you know, I see you like out at these sessions here and there in L.A. You stay pretty busy every weekend, but um, I'm not sure if you watched. <laughs> I'm not sure if you watched the show before, but... You know, I'm curious to know people, um, how their beginnings. I know you've been around for a long time and been in and out of a lot of different scenes and everything like that. But uh, what was the beginning for you? How, how, how did you get into this sport that we're all a part of, this community? Um, mostly uh, a dude up the street had some K2 fatties. And uh, he had this, like, there was like a like a stop sign that got ripped out of the ground and he used to live on the corner so it had like the little corner sidewalk part and he used to put it off the corner into the street and uh eventually he just gave me those fatties and that's kind of how i started and then i just saw his friends that did it and just kind of never stopped even though everyone else stopped i just kept going like jeremy like i know you're from la but as like a new as as a New York guy, like I don't really know the geography too well yeah. of like the city. I'm still learning. Like LA is so big, you could be from so many different parts. Like, where are you from? Like, what's what's your original crew? Like, what like how did you? And yeah, from I, I want to dig into like where you went from the K2s, but like, um, where was this happening? Yeah. Where you were doing this? Uh, I'm in Gardena. I've been in Gardena forever. Mm-hmm. So Gardena is like a. Uh... Next to Carson, next to Torrance, I guess mm-hmm. Compton would be a bordering city. Like yeah. 10 minutes from Long. So. Okay, so back in the day, we're in Gardena. We got the K2 fatties. We're skating with the neighbor <laughs> off the curb. Um, yep. Neighbor's like, here you go. Here's the skates. You're like, all right, cool. I want to pursue this. Was it, were you watching videos? Was who? Was it people on TV? Like, what, what was it? After what, whatever are we talking? What, what was that? Was like 98, 99. Okay, uh, so this is OG stuff, yeah. And uh, I don't really know about videos, I was so young, so I guess I didn't really follow, I just kind of did whatever. Um, I didn't start getting like really crazy into it until I was like in high school, 
So I just like, you know, so I just hung out with them, but I was always like the little, little kid tagging along. So, um, but yeah, it's when like, uh, I grew up not necessarily skating, but grew up with Tat Nasu and Ooh. Craig K. Like those were the guys from there, both from Gardena that were, you know, doing it. Okay. But I was still a little kid. <laughs> Dang, growing yeah, up with, with, with Tat. Yeah, I was going to say, Tat, I just shared a, a clip of Tat because uh, it was going around and he, he, was, he was always like the style master to me. So like. Top souls in the game. Yeah, easily. Fish brain, everything that he did was like the best. The most topside fish brain, like under topside fish yeah, yeah. brain on that like gap to rail, that white rail. I love those. So sick. Yeah, no, Tat came through super hard. Like, uh, that's great. That's cool to know that he's from that area and uh, that he was like one of like the older G's in the in the scene that you were in. That's cool, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so like, yeah, what was your first, what was your first video? Who were like, other than the local guys, who were like the first people you were looking to and being inspired by the first kind of people to capture your attention when you started watching uh, or started getting, you know, into this? Um, first video I ever bought was my daily routine. That's a good one. And it's been Louis Zamora ever since. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's so similar to me too. Like Louis back in the day, all day for me and my daily routine was my first video, but it was definitely one of my favorite videos of all time. Still, that's a banger first video. Yeah, I mean, I guess like uh, like I said, like I didn't really keep up, so I think that was the first video um, that I got like when I first got into it, and then I kind of like didn't keep up until later on, and then I got more into it like VG14, which again, Louis Zamora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess. Oh my that's god! How... Yeah. Yeah. What was that's my. That's... What's my daily routine? The my name is Louie. This is my crew. We could guess, and you know we do. Is that yeah? Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. What were you gonna say, Billy? Oh no, yeah, no, Louie. I'm sorry, I got. It was kind of just going on, but uh, yeah, that Louie part in VG14, man. Like, there's so many. It's funny because just from like doing even this show and just like people say you gotta have Louie on. You got. I'm like, man, so many people don't even. He was so impactful, and mm -hmm. so many people, I, I, I think, don't even really know who he, he is these days, which is very you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Like, but you got the you got the good influence from Louis in there too. Yeah, I was, I'm 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 happy that I was able to like skate with him to like in more recent years. Like I didn't meet him until like five years ago or something like that. But I'm glad I skated with him before. He doesn't seem to skate very much anymore. So. What did you like about his skating that made him one of your favorites? The style, man. So much style. Too much style. Too much. And he had the yeah, everything back you need in one too. package. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. One little tiny package. One little package. He just held it all together. Yeah, that's cool being from like, uh, you know, I think a lot of us on the East Coast, I mean, we're from New York, so we're pretty lucky, hard to complain, but... Uh, a lot of the people we looked to in SoCal, and we were like, man, we're really kind of jealous of these guys have access to all these certain, you know, influential pros who are always like around the spots and uh, Southern California, just like in general, like no winter. So that must have been, um, I don't know, what was your experience with that? Like coming up skating, like around like some of those super famous spots, super famous people. Was it cool? Exciting? I don't know. Something we used to be super jealous of back yeah. in the East Coast. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not much of like a. I don't really like a. Fuck, I don't know the word. Like, I'm. I'm kind of like standoffish most of the time, especially like back then, because like I was so young. Um, but yeah, it was. It was definitely cool seeing, seeing people out skating and stuff, but. Yeah, I guess I've had my fair share of skating with certain people. How how old are you? I'm 34. Okay, so like, yeah, I guess so. Like the same age. So it's like I keep you keep saying like I was so young, I was so young, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Back then, yeah, back in like 98, 99. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were the babies. It's still, still are. I'll consider myself a baby. Fine. I I <laughs> still... put you on. Yeah, cool. It'll keep us keep ourselves young. Yeah, it's all mental. Yeah. <laughs> it's all mental. Did you, you? You said you you started seeing somebody skate a stop sign rail, right? That's what you said. Mm -hmm. Did you actually get to skate the stop sign rail? Because I used to skate one too, oh, and I used to love I, it. I adopted it. Yeah. How, how fun are stop sign rails? They're like one of the most underrated obstacles to skate. It was. It was so good. The, so the the it was like the most ghetto setup of all time, but it was so great because like the way it was is, and I'm not talking about like you know like the little I mean I'm sure you guys know like not like the little square stop signs with like the holes in it. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like big like thick ass like material rail. Oh, I was talking and about like, the square ones. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm talking about it was round like it it was old and. uh when it got ripped out of the ground, it still had a chunk of concrete on it. So they just put it on top of a tire and put it off the curb so it wouldn't roll around. <laughs> top, of a, top of a tire doesn't sound too stable. It, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. Eventually, that's how the rail died. Because eventually, someone kicked it over and all this and it busted off. Mm. That's such a grommy, uh, it's such a grommy like spot, like a stop sign. That's like the classic mm -hmm. grommet spot like laid on the stop sign yeah you wait for a yeah. truck to come and knock one over and then just yeah, snag it. Up. <laughs> like what were the odds that this stop sign was torn on the ground and you just took it and put it on your corner <laughs> that was the best there was one by me where i grew up and it was on the corner and a truck always came like once every other month and would knock it over like consistently <laughs> so we would always have a stop sign rail but i'm talking like the square joints that had like the holes in it like you said that wasn't yeah. like that but those are actually really cool and uh, as far as like square things go i think stop sign rail is one of the best most fun obstacles to skate i don't know what it was about it they locked really well yeah <laughs> weird antics of growing up as a little grom <clears throat> kid <laughs> um so Jeremy, I feel like there's been like a few phases of your skating. You know, you've been, you've lasted the test. You've been around for a while. So there was like the dreads version. Now there's, <laughs> there's this version. So let's, let's talk about Jeremy with the dreads. When you first came into the game, like who are your like influences? Like, you know, I'm talking about everything from musically to like your crew and like, you know, you're obviously always been a very technical skater. So that's been always like a big part of your skating. But um, yeah, just like you know, your general because I feel like everyone has like a particular vision for skating when they're they're pushing in this way. So I'm just curious, like you know, Jeremy Soderberg, the Dreads era. Dreads era. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know. I guess that's where I was like I first like really getting into hip hop, and then uh, it's kind of funny that 
like right when I got dreads is like uh, I switched schools and I went from like a predominantly like very uh, suburban school like in Torrance. And then like when I got so into skating, uh, I basically had like no friends. And I was like, this is dumb. Like all the people that like I had gotten in skating, they were all like playing football and shit. And I just kept skating. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, yo, I was like, I need to transfer to Gardena High, which is like not such a great high school, but that's where all my friends went. Yeah. And uh, I was probably one of maybe two white kids. And uh, it was funny because like I wore gigantic clothes. Like, <laughs> And like that's when I first started getting into sneakers. So I like wore gigantic clothes. Like I was super yeah. into like LRG. <laughs> so I had LRG, super big clothes dreadlocks i wore like air forces or dunks and uh i was definitely not the, the typical white kid that was at that school so i never really got fucked with so that was cool but, that, um, that's cool did did, did did the uh did the streets like accept you or did they like try, like some people try to bust your chops because you were white like i'm curious i i guess so it's funny because like obviously yeah. like the stereotypical like thing for for white kids was always like oh you listen to rock and like rock music and I'd be like, nah, man, I listen to hip hop. And they'd be like, oh, wasn't wasn't expecting you to say that. Shut them up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of knew how to play basketball, so that helped me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, I, got, you... I got a lot of, all right, but it was definitely interesting. Were you like that because of skating? Like just growing up with other people skating, like different people, different backgrounds, and stuff like that? Is that what you attributed to? Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't know what, like, got me into like sneakers and like streetwear shit which kind of evolved how i am but uh yeah skating basically like my best friend was craig case and i basically did whatever he did and he had dreads so i was like i want to dread my hair too <laughs> so like i had i got dreads and then i had them for fucking ever and then that's like around the time i started skating with like connor o'brien and filming for teach them well that era yeah teach them well was like one of my fir uh first like intros to like really seeing your skating i think so too. um i i kind of i kind of want to talk for a second before we get into that about you being one of two white kids at the school man that's that's <laughs> that's that's real i mean you know i went to a pretty diverse school myself i know austin did as well at port richmond mm -hmm. and um you know but being one of two is is pretty rough <laughs> You know, it was, that's it was pretty wild. It was definitely interesting. But yeah. Like I said, like, I never had any hard time. Like, I remember when I told my mom, like, yo, I need to get transferred to Gardena High. Like, that's where all my friends are. This school sucks. Like, I'll do better if I go to this school. Like, just kind of trying to, like, fluff it to make her. And I remember her saying, because my mom and my dad both grew here, grew up here. And uh, I remember, I'll never forget, she was like, you're going to be scared for your life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I'll be all right. Just, just get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, sorry, Austin. No, no, I was saying that 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 that's what's up though. It's uh, you don't see that too, in too many too many places these days. Like you're the the black sheep, and you're like, I want to be a part of this, you know? Yeah. I guess it's kind of like how we wear as rollerbladers, honestly. <laughs> it's like a metaphor yeah. right there. Yeah. Straight up. Well, it's also important for growth too, right? Like you know, kind of get out of your comfort zone, being in a different environment, learn how to function in those environments. That's cool. Well, Probably that's helped to. It's like skating over here. It's like I'm already 
over here. Like, I, I, I know yeah. how it, so it's not like, oh my God, what am I doing? It's like, I, I knew what I was getting myself into. Like, I skate in the streets every day. Like, I know how it is. So it's yeah. not like that, that big a deal. Totally. I mean, I feel like it's, I feel like it's different when you're in school because like you, there's no avoiding it and you got to like interact with people in this way. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's cool, man. That's, that's cool that you had that experience because I know like those experiences in my life, like having those like uh, different things really help me influence me every, in every way, like musically or just, you know, in just, in just life. But that's cool, man. So I didn't know that about you. So that's, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, let's talk about teach them well. So you met Connor O'Brien. What'd you meet? How'd you meet this guy? Because he's down in San Diego. No, he's in. He is from Manhattan Beach, which is Manhattan Beach, ten minutes away from my house. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where the hell he came from. I think he was like a giant park rat. And then when that he decided, to start skating, yeah, when he started uh, decided to start skating street, he like came around and like. I forgot where I saw him, and I was like, who the hell is this kid? And he had, like, two kids from up that way that skated, too. And then uh, he was just obviously very determined. So, like, I just... Because you know how, you know, people just fall in and out of skating all day, every day. So he was very with it. So that's just kind of who I gravitated towards to, to skate with, and I ended up skating with him for a long time. Totally. Like when you're with the crew that's just like pushing super hard, you just gravitate toward the crew that's pushing hard. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of crazy because I'd always have like, I've gone through so many like different groups of people that skate. And like Connor would always be, not so much, I guess he was traveling, but like he would always be, he would be in San Clemente every weekend skating with uh, Ian and those guys. And, like, I wouldn't always go. So I guess I had people, like, down here that'd be like, oh, I don't need to go there. Like, I have people in Gardena to skate with. So I, like, wasn't, like, I guess in Teach Them Well is when I, like, really, really skated with him at all times because we were filming for that. But before that, it'd be like, oh, I'd see him once every weekend because he's trying to, he's out here trying to make moves, like, trying to go skate with, with all the cool guys. <laughs> That's a hype crew to skate with, though. Like, Ian, you said, Connor. Of those guys, so I would imagine yeah, you would want to skate with those guys anyway. Yeah, Intimidating, <laughs> yeah, but it pushes you though. So I'm sure, I'm sure you probably grew a lot in your skating during that time. Probably, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like also like I, I get that feeling, and no disrespect to to California because I love it, but I feel like sometimes the the crews can be compartmentalized like that. You know what I mean? Like, is it like you like you said the cool kids? Was it was it much was it much of that coming up where like there was like these separations in the crews? I, I guess that's what it seems like. I don't think it's as uh, I don't think it's really like that necessarily, mm -hmm. but I think that's how it appears, especially for like I guess me that like doesn't go out of their way to like be all buddy buddy with people. Like I'm kind of like shy in a way, I guess you could say. But mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I guess that's just how it appears. But yeah i hear that i mean it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of crews out here anyway so um i was gonna I, say I, la I, is pretty spread out yeah. it's yeah, not it's like huge. how new york is yeah 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 that's true but so what happened to, during teach them well it seems like 
you really took off people really i think we just both said that that's how we kind of like saw where you like really blew up kind of from that that era what happened after that like where did that take you from there was that like a, a time where you like oh you had a, a section in a, in a video that everyone knew and then like start stuff started like you know happening after that uh, <laughs> i don't know about like happening like that but um sponsors nothing I did get the Franco shade thing that was from that basically because they had that uh that contest what was the contest the, um what was it called nobody cares <laughs> and it was uh the edit contest like you sent sent in like a minute edit or something like that and then we're gonna put on that- the team yeah, at that time, I started filming for another video, I believe, um, like, not too much longer after Take Your Time. And I remember someone was like, you going to enter it? And, like, the whole, like, sponsor me tape thing was never really my, my thing. And I was like, first of all, no. Second of all, I don't even have footage if I wanted to do it. And then uh, someone was like, just use your two thumb well footage. And I was like, yeah, I could put something together with that, I guess. And then... I remember Joe Navron emailed me instantly and he was like, yo, where are you from? <laughs> I'm from LA, dude. And he was like, okay, I'm not going to say you won, but I'm definitely sending you a package of, a package of clothes. And I was like, okay. And then turns out he picked me and then two other people. Sick. That's cool. Damn, that's pretty tight. That is cool. That, that Joe... was pretty surreal. Not going to lie. Yeah, that Joe Navron too out of all people was the one that hit you up. That's like the story that people told us in this uh, uh, this show about like when they get on Senate, like Jeff Frederick and stuff, and, like Brooke Howard Smith calls you up. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Was that your first yeah, sponsor then, Franco Shade? Was not a bad email response for sure. <laughs> was that your well, first sponsor then, Franco Shade? Uh, yeah. I, actually, I th- I might have been on fifty fifty at that time. I might have got on fifty fifty right before uh, Franco Shade. How did fifty fifty happen then? Um, there was a dude, uh, back then that was starting his own skate brand, like an actual rollerblade. He was trying. Like a boot? Yeah. And, uh, basically at that time he grew up in my area. So he, I guess he saw I was like up and coming or whatever. And, uh, he wanted, he wanted to put me on his pro team. And I was like, okay. And he was like, he looking back at it, like, the fucking amazing dude because he was like i want to put you on my pro team but in the meantime before this boot comes out he basically was going to pit me out like he was like i'm gonna I'm get you whatever you need beforehand what does that mean so as far as what like getting other sponsors oh okay so he literally was like what frames do you want to ride what wheels do you want to ride what clothing do you want to wear like what do you all this stuff and i was like okay and he like reached out i think just D was running it at the time, still fifty fifty, and uh, that's the frames I was skating. So I was like, "Oh, this is the only frame I'm skating right now." And he like reached out and got me like flow for fifty fifty. That's sick. So you, there's no Damn. more details. He on was this. like your agent right there. Yeah, yeah. Like literally. Yeah. The, the crazy thing is, is uh, he was like, "Yo, what?" This obviously is before Franco Shade. He was like, "Yo, uh, if you were to wear any clothes, like." clothing brand what would it be and i was like oh i'm trying to get i'm trying to reach out like outside of rollerblading and obviously that's when i was starting to be like in streetwear and stuff and he was yeah. like all right give me a list of clothing brands that you like 
and he went to Agenda, which is like the trade show for that. And uh, he went to every booth that I put and asked if they were willing to sponsor a rollerblader. And he actually got me like a meeting with this brand, and they gave me like a gang of shit, which was fucking wild. What company was this? Uh, it was called Siphon. Okay. It's kind of like a graffiti-based streetwear brand. I don't even know where they're from. I think they were from LA. I, I met the dude in LA, so I'm guessing it was from LA. That's pretty cool. So they hooked you up with shit, but they didn't really like, technically sponsor yeah, it later? It, yeah, like, I, I don't really know if there was a follow-up. I might have followed up, but like nothing ever became of it. But they gave me a bunch of stuff like off-jump, which was cool. That's an interesting way. To, yeah, it's an interesting way to get you know attention from other companies that aren't in our mm-hmm. industry. You know, just to go to like a, a separate trade show and be like, "Oh, you want to sponsor these bladers? Pull out yeah. the little iPad with a section or something like that." Yeah, and I remember I was like, "Oh, LRG," because that's like all I wore. <laughs> and then he went. Obviously, they're like pretty. I wouldn't say skateboard based, but they supported skateboarding a lot. And he was like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 a no go." <laughs> I was like, Fuck. "Yeah, for sure." So he did all yeah, that LRG stuff. LRG is like surf company, right? Like something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know about surf. I, I think they were pretty into skateboarding, but it was just basically just like lifestyle brand. Yeah. So, Still though, that's uh that's pretty sick. You got hooked up there, and and Franco Shade is a heck of a first company to skate for, especially like the approval of Joe Navron alone is like he doesn't like anybody, especially like back then. Like you know, he was always like. <laughs> I was always like, does this guy even accept like me and my crew of the skater? Like, does he? Because we just thought like, like does it? He like doesn't show emotion. So, like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't read him. Yeah, that's why he's a good. Uh, we just, I just, I just always assumed like him and FP just they thought they were they were so good and they thought they were better than everyone. So they're like, ah, oh, we don't like anyone. But <laughs> so it's cool to hear him doing nice stories because I think that was just like a lot of how we just perceived them. And then, then when I went on to meet Joe, he ended up being a really great guy. So it's like funny how that stuff is when you see it in videos because you think it's a certain way. But then he ended up being a super cool guy hooking you up and. That's a dope company to skate for. Your first sponsor is Aaron Feinberg, Richard, Demetrius. That's a heck of a crew. Mm-hmm. That was wild. What What happened with this this alleged boot company that you're talking about? This shit never happened. This guy who was like your agent did all this shit for you and then never started his own shit. He, I don't know too many details, but uh, I got more uh, party people walking in. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know too many details. Uh, oh, there is Joe. <laughs> um, what up, Joe? But, uh, I basically, yo, 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 yo. I basically yeah, think he got robbed. <laughs> he like actually got it off the ground, and it was like, it was very uh, like recreation based, but he was trying to eventually do some aggressive stuff, and uh, I guess he like got all these partners like you know, everything he needed to do to get it off the ground. And uh, the last I heard of it, he was like, yeah, they they basically pulled me into my own office and told me I was fired, like, type shit. Like, straight took it. Lord Bryan's in the comments, and he said it was reverse. Is, was it reverse? Oh, shit, I forgot all about reverse. I didn't want to name names, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it's too late. Leave it to Austin. <laughs> Spot's too late. Spot's uh, blowing up. I haven't heard that, that name in a while. He was like... No, it's, was, shout out Joey. Good. Yeah, he's a pretty good friend of mine. Like he's he's from like Tat and Craig's era, so I didn't I didn't know him a whole lot. I just remember seeing him like growing up, but then later on, like 
he approached me with that idea or whatever and i was like yeah cool like fuck it it sounded like he was a pretty good manager hooked you up with uh oh, we lost billy again <laughs> hooked you up with uh you know your first sponsor and getting you hooked up with with other clothing brands and whatnot so that, that's pretty cool yeah like i was saying i was like looking back like he was a good dude for that for sure was um i i think of like franco shade as like the west coast kind of like how be unique was to us in in the east coast kind of was like more like the culture and we, we had our, our crew together and it was like just the whole vibe and scene was, was one thing did you feel like it was that with franco shade too do you skate with these guys a lot like what was that about no it was a very uh fuck, i don't know how long that lasted i feel like it was very brief but uh i had already known like at that point i had already kind of known richard and uh I, I had known demetrius that's like kind of when i first started to get on usd was when i was on franco shade and demetrius was manager at the time so i was kind of already in with those guys uh I didn't re necessarily do any like big sessions with like the team or whatever. Like, everyone mm. kind of just did the thing. But, I guess yeah, I felt like it, it. I felt like it didn't last very long. I don't know how long exactly it lasted. Yeah, I guess um, everyone was kind of a little more spread out. I guess it wasn't so much like New York, how we were all together in the city and just, and just mobbed the streets and shit together. That's more like the West Coast, East Coast thing, too, I guess. It doesn't roll like that over here. <laughs> it doesn't roll like that. Like, hey, you want to get in your car and meet me 20 miles? Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. And sit in traffic forever? Yeah, straight up. Yeah, it's different than just hopping on the train or, or skating, meeting up with somebody like that. Way different. Yeah. Um, then you... What was your first skate sponsor? USD? Was it USD? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was... Because you were on USD for a minute, and I know that you were USD Pro for a little bit. And so what was that like? How did that happen to become USD Pro? Because the USD Pro team was like one of the most elite teams around at the time. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I... There's a, a big story to it, I guess. <laughs> um it started, uh, uh, JC was, JC Rowe was doing designs for um, people on the team. And he was designing a farmer skate at the time. And jokingly, he designed me a skate. And uh, he was like, yo, when I send farmers, I'm going to send yours too. And I was like, holy shit. And then, like, I didn't, like, say anything really. And then... Uh, a couple weeks later or something, I was like, yo, did you really send that? He was like, no, dude, I was just fucking with you. He was like, that's your job. Like, you need to, like, make that happen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. I was like, I thought I was going to get, I thought I was going to get, like, a a response of what the future would hold, like, pretty easily with, with JC just doing that for me. <laughs> but, uh, and then I guess I just, like, dwelled on it. I was like, fuck, like, JC would tell me things like, yo, you should do this. Like, if you just, like, approached him this way, like, you know things could happen and uh i was like well fuck like he already designed me a skate like he designed me what i would want at that time and uh i was like so i just sent him an email kind of saying like you know what what the deal was um basically just like yo i've been on the team for like fucking 10 years i don't i don't think i was deserving more deserving of than anyone else that was on the team but i was like yo i've been around forever on the team like 
I just want something with my name on it. I don't give a shit about money. I got a full-time job. I'm not traveling. Like, I just want something with my name on it, man. Like, that's all I wanted. And that was already, like, 2016, 2017. So, like, back then, I was like, man, I'm, I'm like, 30-something, man. I'm getting up there. I'm still 34, and I feel exactly the same way, and I'm still skating the same. But um, back, like... 2016 i was like yo if, if it doesn't happen like now i felt like if it didn't happen at that time with usd then it probably wasn't gonna happen and then i had also heard some rumors of like some people turning pro at that time some different people so i was like fuck it if it doesn't happen now it's never gonna happen so i hit him up and then uh he was basically like yeah for sure he was like uh we'll turn you pro and you'll get a skate in a year which didn't happen do you want you see for ten years before that? Oh, uh, I mean, no, it wasn't ten years. It was like seven or eight. That's still a long time. That's like a big commitment, right there. You were like part of the family <clears throat> at that point. And, I'm and like, then they like, said, like, uh, "Like I don't really care." And you know what I mean? I'm not like I'm going pro. Like I, I wish that we get skates. So how, how did the not no pro skate thing come around then like how did that just get overlooked completely you don't know it's just like politics or something europe <laughs> europe <laughs> basically yeah matthias would just give me excuses and like the first time like because i followed up like a year later and uh obviously the skate that jc designed was a carbon and that's what i was skating at the time and then, like, he was basically like, oh, you know, like, sales are low, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I knew you were going to say this shit. And then, uh, and I was like, obviously, like, you have to make a whole new carbon. So I understand, but that's going to cost money. I get it. So I was like, ah, whatever. Okay. That didn't happen. Let's move on. And then um, I started riding the Aeon skate. And uh, I hit him up again. And uh, I was like, yo, like, I'm riding Aeons. Like, I'm really liking them. Uh, I don't know if, like, the opportunity to get a boot is still on the table. But I'm pretty sure changing the color on a plastic boot is going to be a lot cheaper and easier than making a whole new carbon skate. So I just, like, felt him out to see what he said. And he was like, oh, like, I don't even know. Some shit, like, uh, basically they're focusing on Europe because uh sales coming from the u.s are so low and we went back and forth about it and uh i yelled at him a little bit (laughs) (laughs) not like full on but i was like yo you can make this skate and like i mean the aeon is probably one of the best selling skates so i was like you can make this skate in any color that will sell and i don't think they're gonna they're not no one's gonna care what names on it like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. That's just how I, I felt about it. And then, like, uh, I also threw in there that he, they made an 80 millimeter Aeon, which I, I find is pretty funny that he would make an 80 millimeter Aeon that has very little function abilities for what you need to do. I don't know what the fuck that skate is made for. But, uh, but yeah, he didn't want to hook me up. I don't know. I guess I, I just felt uh, like they didn't give a shit. Mm. So. It's weird hearing stuff just, like that. I mean, I know USD probably had like good intentions, obviously putting you pro in the in the first place. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like I think we spoke about this on the show too with other people before. But like when you 
put somebody on the team, like you should be investing in the person, you know, to eventually become pro and then get to that level, you know, and you were clearly even the M's, you know, even the exactly. M's, you should be pushing to become pro for well, sure. Everybody, even like flow, like you, you, flow, you, you sponsor everyone. somebody for yeah. flow, you, you see something in that person. Why else would you sponsor yep. them? You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, to make someone pro and like, that's like, that was the next step, you know, a pro pro skate or a pro model or whatever, you know, whatever it is. So, so where to go from there? Uh, quit. <laughs> right then and there, you just left, like, once you knew it wasn't happening? Yeah, like, I just got hella bitter. Like, I was like, yo, these guys don't give a shit about me. Like, fuck it. And, like, uh, there was, like, different, like, things floating about of things happening in skate-wise, like, with homies and stuff. And I was like, oh, I want to be a part of that. And then, like, uh... Yeah, basically, the more I thought about it, the more it, like, upset me. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Because I was like, I was like, yeah, like, I remember I had people like, yo, you should just, like, not care and just keep getting free skates. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. But it just, like, I don't know, I guess it, like, irked me. And I was like, the, 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 the thing that bothered me is they said, yes, you're going to get, you're going to get this. And then they're like, nah. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, really was like, man yeah so like, and, you gotta, like, and you gotta stick to your principles you know yeah like and like you guys were saying like that's how it should be and like yeah it's it's pretty whack that a lot of companies aren't ran that way mm-hmm. yeah i mean who knows what actually happens going on within the companies like the back background especially when it's not like a directly skater owned company you know where it's like your homie or whatever but um i mean i'm not dumb i know how selling things works yeah (laughs) yeah like feel like i feel like you should give these people a chance like that's that's what they're there for yeah no i mean you've been ripping forever man and you put in your work and you definitely like represented and done a ton of promotion so um that, that that that's a shame to hear that i've heard that a few times and I feel like uh, you definitely deserved a pro skate, and I think you would have got a, a lot of support for it if it uh, had been promoted properly. Mm-hmm. And you really need to, and that's part of it, being on a team, like, you know, being part of a company, like, that, they have a certain responsibility to promote that skater and uh, to be a part of it. So sorry to hear that you had that experience. But, uh, Thank you. Like, when you, when, you were, when you, like, finally cut the ties, was it, like, liberating? Was it, like, I know you said you were a bit, a bit bitter, but was it uh, exciting to be able to do something new after 10 years? It, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, even though, like, I don't feel like, uh, I was like, oh, now I can do whatever I want. Like, I didn't feel like that because, like, I didn't have any obligations to do stuff. Like, all the, like I like doing promo stuff keeps me busy and i like like the like making a project like i like that doing that so um i guess like it wasn't like oh i'm free i don't have to do any of this anymore but like it was nice to not i guess like uh i mean i I hate to just like talk about usd but like uh communicating with europe back and forth and like getting shit shipped like it's a headache so i'm like glad i didn't have to deal with that anymore and then it was pretty cool because I just get to make fun of Joey Lunger all the time because he's still rides USD. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, so you, like you said about like the promo videos and stuff like that, it keeps you busy and shit. But you're still making, you're still putting out edits. Didn't you just put out an edit? 
the LL Cool J thing? Is that somewhat new? I guess I was posted on Instagram, but is that like actually new? Yeah, I just I just posted. Just posted that. Well, what was the edit called? I know I had like a. Uh, Dennis the econ- that. I think put uh, for the economy. <laughs> what was it? Oh yeah, I put on YouTube. It says germs fins to knock you out. So <laughs> yeah, because of the LL Cool J uh, song. <laughs> but yeah, but, but uh, Instagram yeah. you called it for for the economy, something like that. But that that was just like for for shits for fun. How, how, why was there like LL Cool J in the gap ed in there? <laughs> uh, I think it went along. I think uh, I think uh, because the the logo for the LTE logo is yeah. No copyright, but it is a Gap logo. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, I like how it said, like, how easy is this? You know, we we rep too easy, so it kind of it, it worked. Yeah. And it was OJ song, so that, that, that was, was all. That was all. That was all Dennis, though. But yeah, you you killed it in that edit. Killed it. Yeah, I, I was about to ask because. Um... You know, you were saying you were skating with Connor and these guys back in the day, they kind of faded away and you've been still skating, holding it down. Like, like I said, like I, I hear you're out every weekend, you skate and I skated with you one weekend, but like, I, I know you're out, you're always filming, you're always working. And, uh, how did you end up linking up with the LTE crew and, uh, with all that? Um, First of all, can you guess. pass my guy a Dorito? Please. Yeah, they're passing around the Doritos. Can we get some Doritos in up in here? What's up? And they didn't offer you one, Jeremy. Can we get some cool ranch <laughs> up in this piece? They got you. They got you. Yeah, no, there it comes. There it comes. <laughs> well, I guess I guess it started with a uh, Monday Night Skate. Whenever it probably wasn't even on Monday back then. It was like fucking Wednesday or Thursday or something. But uh, that's when I started. Seeing like the Long Beach crowd more, and then uh, I don't even know who I was skating with at that time. But it was probably around that time, like right after Teach Them Well, I'd say. Um, long time ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. Basically, when uh, when Greg and Keith were 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 little lads, <laughs> and I used to skate with uh, Anthony Gallegos, and then that's who he skated with. And then, uh, yeah, I pretty much just skated with him. And then uh, Anthony moved away. Greg is who Greg is, CEO. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just stayed with Greg. And then pretty much just been skating with Greg this whole time. And then people come and go. Um, and then we just adopted this group. <laughs> like, um, it pretty much all started, I feel like, at... Uh, at the Bashi comp was that 2018? Yeah. 2018? We all went as a group, like, and there was like fucking 12 of us. Been inseparable and I, yeah, we've been inseparable ever since. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, yeah, man. Um, that's when everyone got together, and like that, it just. I don't know what the fuck happened. We just clicked. Did up to no good. Yeah. And that was probably the funnest time I've ever had skating. Ooh, damn. That, that's cool to hear yeah, that, I, too. 
I gotta say, like, I really like when when I saw Up to No Good, just like the crew vibes kind of reminded me of, like this old school New York video called Live from New York. And I was just like, wow, this seems like such a crew because a lot of the times in, in videos, it's just sections of like random people. Like you don't know if they skate together or, or what it is, but the whole up to no good video is like, it's a whole vibe. And it's like, you, you can tell like everyone's skating together and everyone's just like, it just has this really good yeah, energy. So what was it like being a part of that and like uh, that whole video and that idea? It is great. Like you said, I mean, I feel like that's how videos should be. Like, we all do this for fun. So it should be fun. It shouldn't be like some crazy fucking masterpiece that's like all cinematic and shit. I mean, it can be. But I feel like it, I feel like the fun aspect of it is doesn't get shown as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. So. That's why I like watching, um, like, Up to No Good was, like, a, a perfect example of that. Also, like, when, uh, like, Oigen Eni makes his videos with his crew, like, they're always just having fun. And that I, I just puts a smile on your face when you're watching it, too. It hypes you up and it puts you a smile on your face. Those are, like, the two most important things in a, in a skate video, in my opinion, now. Mm. Yeah, and like, and like Dennis was saying when we had him on, it, it just makes it, uh, it just makes it more accessible and more fun versus, like, it being, like, this stressful endeavor skating, feeling like, like you have to go out and do it's just like wow these people are having fun they're vibing they're making it look good and it just makes you want to do more of that kind of skating or experiment in that way yeah and like that's how it is when we go out so it's like yeah of course we all get mad and yell at yourself for not being able to land the trick or whatever but like dude it's laughs 80 percent of the time like you've been with us bill so you know how it is yeah but that's how it is every session so it's like when i don't when i don't skate i'm having like crazy fomo not because of the skating i just want to like be with all the antics that all these dudes are doing at that time like yeah now the energy like it's i went skating with you guys one time and it, it's a good crew and the and john was because bellino skates you guys a lot now and bellino was like yo you got to come it's super fun skating with these guys and yeah, it's cool. We got <clears throat> definitely got to do it again more because yeah, it's just like you said, just like total good vibe and good energy. And man, that was a good day. Of skating, got too. A clip. Everyone... Yeah, I got <laughs> a clip. Got a clip. I was just—it's funny. I was just thinking about Joey's clip that day, flying over that thing to wall ride. Wow, and uh, it's so many good clips that day. But what are these um, clips anyway? For? What are they going to be in? Uh, People yeah. see. <laughs> Whatever the next. But no, is. yeah, uh, LT is so sick. Um. <laughs> I got a couple more. I got a few more questions. I'm sure Orson got some um, before we open it up to the audience. We're going to open it up to the audience eventually. But please, if you're watching, please hit the like button um, and and all of that. But and um, subscribe. I'm curious, man, because, you know, you're 34. I'm 37. Um, it's it gets it gets tougher as you get older. And, you know, you've been through like you've been through the ringer with being promised that you were going to get a pro skate all this. <laughs> and then you, you didn't. And. And you're still here putting in energy and, and, and vibe and like, you know, where do you get the motive? I said vibe and like how many times on this podcast, but where do you get the motivation these days at 34? <laughs> like, honestly, what I just said, like, I just want to hang out with my friends. That's honestly all it is. Yeah. Do ratchet shit with my ratchet friends. <laughs> I respect that. Just, that's all it is. Like, it's just too fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not totally. It's like it's like that that skating has that element where 
it's a it's something that connects you with your friends and it's also something that you know keeps you healthy keeps you fit challenges yourself makes you mentally happy release endorphins it's just like a combination of all these things but how it really ties into the 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 crew and the friend group is yeah it's uh it's it's not it's like nothing else it's very it's very cool how skating is these days or like how i treat skating these days like me like i think i would say me and joey but i feel like all of us do it like all the people in our group i think that's why we all get along so well we just shoot ideas off each other but we treat rollerblading like a game pretty much like like me and joey always like if you find a spot you're like what is the trick for this spot Mm -hmm. so it's like it's fun to figure that out like rollerblading is a lot more creative now or at least that's how I look at it. I look at rollerblading a lot more creative now. So like, it's either like I I have a certain like technical trick I want to do on something, and it doesn't really matter what it is, or it's a spot that I'm just like, okay, what what would work? Like, what would be the coolest thing to do on this spot? Mm-hmm. So that's fun. I completely. I completely agree because I, I see like I especially see your crew doing that, and it's funny that you mentioned Joey Lunger because I see him especially doing that, like finding the spot making the most out of it um he's a giant which, which, yeah which brings me to the question how did you let this this guy from long island into your crew Dude. how did how did you how'd you allow this <laughs> I to, try happen? to get rid of who him dropped the ball the on that <laughs> i try to get rid of him all the time he won't leave me. <laughs> he's the brother i never wanted <laughs> yeah shout out joey longer joey's the man yeah, Joey moved down here and started skating with uh, Jordan Williams and Lorb. And that was before, like, m- the last video I made had sections of all those people. But uh, before that video, I didn't really skate with them a whole lot. I would just see them, like, from time to time. They're mm-hmm. homies, but we didn't kick it like that. And then um, the last video I made, I, like, I really wanted to make it a point to film people that I know that are around here that are dope that I don't usually, I didn't usually film. So like I made it a point to have like a J Lord section and a Jordan section. And then that's when I really started getting Joey. And then, like I said, Joey's like my little brother. So he, he's not going anywhere now. He's fucking stuck in my life. <laughs> that's a good guy to have. That's a good guy to have there though. You gotta admit it. But um, I'm, I'm curious to know, you talk about all this fun and skating and you guys just all mess around all the time and all this and that. And, and that's awesome. And it shows in your skating in the videos, obviously. But like, it has to get serious at some point. Like, when does it get serious for you guys then? Is it, do you get like, still get frustrated? Do you have like spots where you need to do this trick on it and it gets like super serious? Or is it just always fun and laughs? Oh no, that, that comes. <laughs> it still comes. But I feel like... uh. Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, that's that's a part of it. Like, you already know, that's a given. It's going to happen. But, uh, For sure. Yeah, I'd say uh, me and Joey are probably the loudest yellers. And then uh, <laughs> Dennis gets up there, too. But uh, I feel like uh, no matter how, like, pissed off we get, like, just, like, the vibe of the people that were around, it's it, – it makes light very fast. So that's awesome. Yeah. You, you need that, that cool. healthy balance of everything, I guess, right? It, it can't all be uh, funny games <laughs> in the skate game. Even though, you know, normally, like, I know when you get in that spot, you're, like, seeing red. You're like, I hope no one talks to me. No <laughs> one's able. 
Joey does the same. And, like, I can say one thing to Joey that's, like, I guess I know him well enough to, like, not say something to piss him off more, but I'll say something, and he'll just, like, look at me and smirk, and I'm like, all right, dude, I broke your fucking angry moment. <laughs> like, and he does the same thing to me. I love that. That's such a good aspect, too, because... Um, I, I've experienced that recently too, but like filming for this project, I'm working on with butter TV and like, I get frustrated and haven't done that in a while either. And it comes with the territory of trying to film something seriously, but you need that person there to like joke around and lighten the mood a little bit. It definitely helps you mentally pre prepare Who's for what you're filming. <laughs> He's the most stressful person to skate with Justin. That is, that might be true. <laughs> yeah, isn't that right? <laughs> he just brings the stress. Love Justin. Yeah, we love him too. But he there's was, always he was, this... out, he was just out here a couple weeks ago to film with us. Yeah. It was hilarious. How was it having know. two Long Island guys with you? Dude, right? <laughs> too many. The only thing is, <laughs> Justin doesn't talk like he's from New York. He talks like he's a fucking surfer from Orange County. He, so like, he talks <laughs> like he's on cocaine all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's very fast speaker. Oh, 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 it's not the same. Oh, oh, oh. Damn. What's they going plan. on back there? <laughs> they plan. <laughs> What happened back there? <laughs> Did someone spill the white claw? No, they're laughing at you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We're New Yorkers. This is how we do. This is how we talk about each other. I love Justin to death. Yeah. No, they're no, they're laughing. Broke to Joey. Oh, oh, oh. I um, mean, yeah, I remember it. that. I, I, I remember that when uh when 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 Justin was out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, came. How tan was he? Yeah, he's. He's a funny guy. He's pretty tan. His abs are on point. He looked great. But, um, yeah. Full Guido. Full Guido. Still 2021. 2021. Still full Guido. Love it. I love it. Um, yeah, no, but, uh, to, to your other point, like the, the, the crew that you're with, I mean, the, the creative and synergistic energies of everyone in your crew is just like super fun, super playful. So, I really see it like a lot of that coming from you guys specifically, just like everyone pushing each other for a creative direction and just like having this. And I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a more creative time now in skating. Like you've been through a lot of the errors of skating. What, what do you think of the transition to where it's got, come from and where it's gone now? Yes. But I also, I don't think that, I don't think my, my skating has changed. Like I think I've always, Kind of, I've always liked the technical side of it, so mm -hmm. that's yeah. always what I've. Enjoyed. That's what I enjoy watching. That's what I enjoy doing. So I love where it's at right now. I think it's in a great place, no matter how many people say otherwise. No, when I, I, watched, I think uh, it's in a. What was that? No, go go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I when I watched uh, Stockwell's uh, Jump Street episode. And he was like, oh, I'm, he was like, I like where it is now because everything's like, it may be a little more simple, but smoother. Everything's more controlled. He was like, you, like and he said something about, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're past the time where people were like spun on the rails, but they didn't know how to skate to the rail. They just ran at it. Mm -hmm. Like that was such a good like point. I like yelled at the computer. I was like, <laughs> thank you. No, totally. It's funny. I was even watching some old school stuff recently and people would do huge tricks, but would just explode when they hit the floor. Like they didn't mm -hmm. like roll away from it properly. But as long as they were like, kind of still standing, they're like, all right, that's that, that's good. Yeah. Like people run away from tricks. Uh, that's what it was yeah. at that point. You know, but... 
people know how to skate yeah, now. No. It's been long enough. People know how to roll forward, backward. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, uh, like, you need to know how to roll a blade. Not so much. Like, I could pick you up and put you on a rail, and you can do whatever you want. But, like, yeah. if you're Johnny Knoxville. Smooth, yeah. yeah, if you're not smooth in and out of it, then I don't think it's... You should, you should learn those first. Yeah, the fundamentals. It's like stepping yeah, stones the up there. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. But to Billy's point before about like your technical skating and stuff like that, and you say you still skate that way, which you do. And I, I love seeing that though anyway, because some uh, most new skaters now aren't technical in that way too, like with the cool looking switch ups and stuff like that, very ninja style kind of kind of technique, you know, that stuff. And I like that you still do that because we still need that flavor, you know? I like seeing that. That's why I was so happy when I watched your, your newest section, the LL Cool J one. Thanks, man. No, I was sick. Appreciate I was just up. Yeah. Um, no, nah, totally. I just kind of had a spacey moment, and I kind of lost where we're at right now. It's, it's, it's all right. It's National, <laughs> National Beer Day. It's oh, National Beer God. Day. I, I, I just got to – oh, yeah. No, I, I, remember, I remember what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. It's um, – I agree. I, your skating hasn't changed uh, – much from its original thing like you've grown as a skater but you kind of maintain that same integrity of sticking to what you're like you did change with your hair let me ask you real quick <laughs> was it rough the decision to take the dreads off because i know it's a commitment to get there and i know we kind of browse past the subjects really quick but i was curious the decision and and was it rough was it a tough goodbye was it a straight shave how did it happen um <laughs> good question <laughs> I think it was pretty rough, but then after I shaved my head, I found it wild that I had them for that long. And I remember always saying, like, oh, I'm going to have this shit till I die. Like, I'll have gray dreadlocks. Wild. <laughs> because, wow. uh, first of all, my hair is extremely straight. Like, mm -hmm. it, was not, it was not easy to maintain those. So, yeah, it was. Was it tough work? What did you, you use, like beeswax? Yeah. Did you keep? Do you, know how many, like, do, you, do, do you know how many you had? Do you, did you like know the number of how many exactly, or was it like were they thick enough to know? <laughs> you didn't name. You didn't name each red. No, <laughs> this was Bobby. I, I didn't keep them or none of that. You didn't keep him. <laughs> you keep one hanging out your back pocket like it's like a. You didn't bury him in the backyard like a proper ceremony. You know what I mean? Just uh. like, <laughs> nah. No, nah. nah, I'm, 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 I'm just busting your chops. Um, yeah, man. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so cool to see you still skating and still like seeing you progress. Like after all these years and, uh, you know, evolving, being a part of film. You know, I didn't even. When did you get started with? I didn't even know you were involved with filming. When did you get started with that? Was it with like Connor? Well, yeah. Um, that whole time uh, during Tsumal, I had like OVX. So like I helped film or, or I had people help me film for that video. So like mo a lot of that part, like Connor didn't film, like probably half of it, I had filmed on my own. But um, yeah, I've always kind of been into it. Not like super serious, just kind of like oh, if I have a camera, I get more shit, basically. And then uh, it's when I met Greg, and then Greg got into it. Um, it's like when DSLRs first like were popping. And uh, 
Greg was like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about making a video. And then uh, I was like, damn, I should help. I should sell my camera, get a DSLR, and then help you film. And then um, I did that. And then I ended up helping him make uh, Take Your Time, which is like me and Greg's first video. Sick. That's dope. Greg, Greg's a good guy to get with, man. That's that's a good guy. He's like super good at filming. Like he does the he freaks the point three. He's like a he's up there with SK with the freaking the point three. <laughs> I like his style. Gonna, that that's quite the comparison. He's gonna be hyped on that one. <laughs> no, Greg's sick. Freak the point three. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sh should we start opening up for questions? Friend? Yeah, I think we should open it up for questions soon. Um. Before all that, I want to say please follow us on all of our social media platforms. And let me ask you real quick, before we get into questions, we talked about the past, we talked about the present. Where do you see the future of skating going? Because, you know, I like, I see a lot of people are speculating a lot of things. There's a lot of growth in the scene since COVID happened. Sales are up. Morale is up. Um, even is up. the X Games is asking, even X Games is asking in their community section of YouTube what they would, you know, would they like to see in the X Games? And turns out a lot of people said aggressive blading. So what do you see? Do you, do you think the uh, the future might be different ahead? I think it might be bright. I think it might be bright. I mean, definitely brighter than it's been in the last however long. Um, I talked to, uh, you know, I like, I talked with, obviously Greg works at them and I talked with him and John. So I like kind of hear like some behind the scenes stuff as far as like how well things are going. And it's pretty nuts, pretty, pretty, pretty cool to hear. Um, I think it, I think it'll keep going. I think it'll keep going. We were just talking the other day. I forgot who we were talking with, uh, or where the conversation came up. But we were talking about how insane it's gonna be for the next contest, like when shit gets normal again. <laughs> like next Blake Cup, have you guys thought about how that next Blake Cup's gonna be? It's oh yeah, like, yeah. It's gonna be fucking nuts. Yeah, I thought about that like that one and like the the next winter clash. Yeah, people are just gonna be so. Ah! <laughs> like, it's just gonna be such a such a party. People are backed up. They need to party. Yeah, they're backed up. That's what it is. Yeah, like there, there's like a combination of things. It's like one, the next contest is like the first contest where it's like oh. We haven't gone to a contest in forever. Like we have to go. There's that, and there's all the new people. Like I feel like there's gonna be. That's what we we're talking about. We're like, how many? You're gonna go, and you're just gonna be lost in a sea full of people that you've never seen before. When normally it's like, oh hey, I know you. Hey hey, I know you too. You talking right. about the people who came back because of COVID? Or people well, started because of COVID? Well, not that. That too. I'm saying just like new people in in general. Like mm. there's so many new faces. That's interesting. I didn't so, think about that aspect, but that's completely true. I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Mm, that's going to be a lot of people's. Uh, so a lot of new skaters' first experience is going to be like the first Blading Cup in like two years, and people are just flipping out. S same thing with Winter Clash too. Like your first experience in a skate cop, you got a Winter Clash. All oh, these Europeans are crazy already. Let alone <laughs> holding them back for two years. You know, it's going to be an intense experience for these people. Yes. I can't wait for that. You just got me excited again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we. Oh, like we missed play cup this year yeah and that's always like such like a important like event for california so 
so big. You look forward to these things like year, all year, a lot of people. So just to find out that it was delayed or postponed, whatever, is such a disappointment for everyone to hear and cope with that we need we need 2021, all these events to come back. Um, well, I think we're going to open it up for questions soon. Austin, do you want to shout out the Patreons really quick? While I use Super the bathroom Jets. really quick for National Beer Day. Okay, National Beer Day. <laughs> Billy's going to use the bathroom. Before we do the, the questions, I want to give a, a quick shout out to our sponsors for this episode. Blank by Rollerblade. Check them out. They got a lot of new stuff coming out this year. There's a link in the description of their Instagram account. Give them a follow. Um, also, shout out to Balas Perdias with their new VOD, Flama, available on their website at losbalasperdias.com. Link also in the description. Go check it out. Support them. Buy their new merch that's also for sale. They're shipping worldwide. So check them out too. Um, I'm going to get in with some of these super chats here because people are donating money to you, Jeremy. As we always say for each episode, half our super chats go to our guests. So you're going to be... Bowling, you could buy a few lotto tickets maybe with the money you make from this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, first super chatter is from Jank Media, who just said B Bell. Just straight B Bell. Shout out B Bell. Uh, my daily routine reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So TBTV1. Definitely. And, and RIP. Yeah, RIP for real. Um, Garrett Cantor. TK, uh, TCFK in its prime versus Too Easy in a game of skate. Who wins? Damn. <laughs> Who's TCFK? Uh, that's like the like the LA crew I skated with. I guess out uh, before Tizamwell. Oh, so, so it's who? Like, who... <laughs> it's like who? Like when Omar moved to LA. That's oh, we're talking who... back. Yeah. So, so you got to uh, answer the question: Who would win? That's a close one. Well, I mean, it would be a very weird one because that skating is way too different. Different eras, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to compare to that, but yeah. I love I love both of those groups of individuals. So, <laughs> all right, we'll leave That's it at the that. Political answer, well, yeah, for real. <laughs> we'll leave it at that then. Seventeen um, BKS. Uh, if Tupac were alive and skating, what skates would he wear? <laughs> uh, he'll probably be riding them skates. Them skates. Why do you say yeah, that? Yeah. I'm curious. I didn't think you were gonna say that. Yeah, you should be riding. I don't know. Gods. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that I think that would is a is a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. There's it's no way to find the truth. Yeah. What if you wrote Solomon's? Yeah. <laughs> Tupac came back. Come back real. Well, because Solomon's were the hot shit when he he died. Probably, you know. So that's what he knows. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop! I'm just being realistic here, people. Yeah. All right, we got more super chatters in the in the, in the super chat. Uh, Moonshine UHMW, shout out Moonshine, your sponsor, correct? Um, Moonshine said, if you could do only one trick for the rest of your life, either X grind or one with the top side in the back or alley oop unity, which one would you pick? Dude, you're the worst. Uh... Why is he bringing up these fucking controversial ass questions on the internet live? <laughs> well, why is this controversial? Well, the Ali Unity thing. Just because it's what, he called it Ali Unity. No such thing as Ali Unity. Oh, you, uh, you don't do that. Neither here nor. <laughs> so what's with the what's with the top side in the what, back what of the X ray? Yeah, because that's not a real trick either. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, right, so we gotta explain this then real quick. What do you mean X ray with top side in the back isn't a real trick? Explain. 
Here we go. We're getting into a controversial subject right now. Because I've been skating, I've been skating for 25 years. I've heard the Ali Bunini controversy. I never heard the X grind one though. So please enlighten us. That one's that one's more. Yeah, it's just a fucking joke. But uh, yeah, friends don't let friends do X grinds with topside in the back. That's that's real shit. What if it's Ali Oop? <laughs> ah. No. That's acceptable. Come on, like Leovano's doing that. No, joke said, is it? <laughs> Alley back scrum with the top set in the back. When you do like, remember like Leovano's used to do with the 360 rewind yeah. that? That shit was yeah. fire. And, Leovano's. And, if I recall, he does Alley. I see y'all used to do always Alley top side X grind and then re three out. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. I mean, that's the one. Well, we're talking, we're talking Leovano's here though, man. So no forward X grinds. This is one thing. Anyone can make any trick look good. Mm -hmm. Like. Mm -hmm. People make Mizus you know, look good. He, huh? he, I think here's he, here's the challenge though, and I'm not trying to go against what you said because I agree the top side foot front and the like the top side foot X looks way better. But um, the challenge is to like make a not cool trick look cool. Like that's what's happened so many times in blading, especially these years. Mm -hmm. Like they're just I'm so, so many. Yeah. So if you want to come out there and, and change one of our minds, let's see. Let's see that that dope that's X grind. <laughs> So you Topside foot in the back X grind though. <laughs> I don't It'll know. <laughs> no, no, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. So <laughs> to answer the answer uh, Juan's or Moonshine's question, uh, I'll do Savannah. <laughs> you were you were happy about that one. All right, moving on to the super chats. Ento and dog Ento just sent the super chat. So thank you. Oh, et oh, and dog. That's peanut. Oh, yeah. peanuts! How how did I not know that was peanut? Yeah. Air dog. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they getting wild with the white claws in the back. Oh yeah, it's national. <laughs> it's national white claw day. Is it? What's your favorite white claw? That's there's a super chat from Austin Paz right here. What's your favorite white claw? I do not. Drink. There you go. You don't drink it? At all. You're you're sober, right? Oh, you don't drink. Just period. Oh, okay. No, but you don't drink, you don't smoke. Like, even with the dreads back in the day, you didn't smoke? No. <laughs> Which was also hilarious. <laughs> I would have dudes legitimately bump into me at the mall and be like, I got that fire. I'd be like, bro, I smoked. That's probably have... why you cut them at the end. You were like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> or, you got that? Nah, man. Yeah, I mean, no, dude. No, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you had dreads, yeah. you should assume that you have it already. Um, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Super chats. Jank Media again. S. What was the biggest thing you did in the K2 fatties? I don't even remember if I knew how to jump on anything in this. <laughs> it was that early. I'd rather stop. Oh. <laughs> Jump to five set, maybe. Something like that. Five's pushing it. Yeah, it's pushing it? Okay. Yo, five is five <laughs> sets big. You look at a five set in twenty twenty one, that's just like that's like a ninety nine twenty five set. Um, <laughs> uh Michaelson, shout out to the homie in the in the back killing five bags with Doritos in three minutes. Respect. 
<laughs> everyone, everyone should shut up. <laughs> then the crew got a Dorito shout out in the super chat. Yeah, write that check. A Dorito sponsor? Should we get a Dorito sponsor? Should we? Yeah, we sh we should. Doritos, hit us up, please. <laughs> we'll allow that. I'll take the three D Doritos, please. Thank you very much. Um, Billy, do you have any questions um, here? So, yep. Thank you for all of our super chatters. We're gonna break into some questions now. Um, basement says, basement wants yeah. you to come to Philly. Would you ever go to Philly and and do something with basement? Fuck yes. Yeah. Those my dog. Those my dogs. Oh yeah. But all of us do, man. All of us do. The whole the whole squad fucks with them. So we all wanna that's the funny thing, it's like we've talked here and there about like us going over there or potentially them coming to Cali, which would be wild. But like, <laughs> which would be I was wild. like, oh I was like I was like, yo, if we roll to Philly, like we're rolling like fifteen deep, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a big ass crowd. That L T E in Philly? Yeah, we definitely want to, man. Definitely want to. But when's the L T E tour coming? When are you guys doing a tour? And have a tour, I guess. <laughs> nah, I guess that's wrong. We'll be touring every weekend. We just went to Vegas like two weeks ago, all of us. Oh, that's sick. I mean, not tour, but trip. Yeah, how was, that, how was that trip? Um, I saw you guys skated like some abandoned skate park at the was, end. That was, uh, that, I... was the, that was the John Bolino initiation. <laughs> Jumped him in and all that. Did he pass? Did he pass the initiation? <laughs> What is it like? It's like two. You gotta like shotgun two white claws. Like take a shot of Tabasco sauce. Like do a backflip off of a, like a four foot platform. What's like the? Yeah, yep. <laughs> Brad was in there. yeah that looked like yeah. that looked like no was... Um, Franco Sorella <laughs> wants to know what are your favorite skates? Them skates. Them skates. Why do you like them skates? I don't know. I'm just comfortable with them at this point. Like, I, I don't see any other skate I would ride. So, and support John. That's always great. Actually, um, I actually have a quick question too. Um, because you mentioned it, and I, I could tell there's some controversy here. Do Do you feel like uh, Savannah Ali Punity? Do you have a stance in this position? Correct. Uh, yes and no. It sounds like just yes. Oh, well, I mean, like, I'm going to say no just because it's purely joke. I really <laughs> But uh, I just grew up saying Savannah. Like, and, like, just the, I think Ali Unity is kind of silly. But I understand. I understand <laughs> the people that, that fight strong about it. It's more yeah. like it's hilarious that <laughs> this is actually an argument. <laughs> It, it is actually pretty funny. Like, even when I heard Ali Pinity back in the day, I was like, how is this Ali if it doesn't make... You know, when you think about it like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Moonshine UHMW has another question, another super chat. Shout out, Moonshine. Who are your top three biggest influences in skating? And I'm going to add a little part to that. Past and present. Oh, shit. I don't know if I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I have three. I, back in the day, it was always Louie. I always looked up to Colin, which uh, counts as a before and present, or past and present. Colin Kelso? Yeah. Um, 
Now, um, still calling, and I like uh, Pat Ritter a lot. Dude, you put me on the spot. I know I'm never gonna remember anyone's name. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good Alex, yeah. Pat. Alex, Al, does it, does Alex even count? Alex doesn't even count. He's on everybody's list. He, yeah, he's just like the auto. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when you uh when when you have a, a new uh MySpace account and Tom was your friend originally, your first yeah. friend. Like Alex is always your, automatically your one of your favorite skaters. <laughs> Totally. Like Tom was like, that's like, that's actually a pretty good analogy. Right there. Like Tom is just like, we just accept Tom's just going to be your friend. If you're on MySpace. that's, a, that's an old yeah. person uh, reference, by the way. Uh, yeah, I guess um, so. <laughs> kind of old. Get, yeah, I guess, I guess like, we're getting there. Do, do you, Jeremy, do you remember your top eight on MySpace? No, no, you can't name any of the people on your top eight. I can remember a, a female or two. I don't know. And I just remember everyone always getting mad. Yeah. <laughs> Popularity contest. Okay. You know what's sick when they made it a top 16? So the people who got mad, I was like, look, top 16. Yeah. They, they hacked it. You're on. I, I, you're love on it when you're like, I love it when you're just like, all right, I'll add you right now. <laughs> yeah. You got to rate your friends. Yeah. Dude, you got to rate your friends. <laughs> You gotta be like, yo, who's my top eight favorite friends? Oh man, that's so Billy, sick. Do you, do you remember your top eight? Do you remember who was in your top eight, Billy? Yeah, I remember most of my top eight. You know, wow, Murda, okay. Murda, my boy Gary. You know, some guys from, you know, whatever. We'll get we'll get into the top eight later. Um, <laughs> so, you know, a few a, a few people have mentioned this, and I'm I'm actually upset we haven't mentioned it up until this part of the podcast. But I know you're. You know, from what I know about you and from what I hear about other people, that you're a big sneakerhead. Um, so we got a question here. I'm curious to know when did when did this start? And the question we have from Mufasa is, what is your biggest sneaker purchase regret? Oh man, there's so many. <laughs> my 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 biggest thing that I've been regretting lately is uh, selling regrets, which is. I don't even want to get into it. It's very heartbreaking. You have to. You mentioned it. Yeah. Well, just like uh, like the there's big have been. What the hell are you doing over there, dude? Um, there's been a big like uh, like resurgence of like uh Nike SB dunks, which is like all I used to collect when I first started uh, collecting shoes, and uh. Pretty much, that was like ninety percent of my collection, and uh, I just grew out of it. And SB died like big time. Like they would literally like were not doing anything good. And uh, the Travis Scott effect happened, and now SB skyrocketed. And like their shoes that I practically gave away, I could not get rid of them. Like I, it was so hard to get rid of them, and I practically gave them away that are selling for thousands of dollars now. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, that shit kills me every time. <sighs> That's rough. Yeah, the sneaky game is like stocks; they go up and down. Right. Damn. What? What? What about uh, favorite sneakers that you own currently? Uh, 
Yeah, and, and I also want to hear in juxtaposition to this and just like to flip it, what's the best sneaker purchase you made? I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about the, the W. What's the best uh, uh, sneaker uh, flip? My, my best sneaker purchase and one of my favorites in my collection is the same. Um, it's a Atmos Air Max 1. It's like an animal pack where it's like every panel of the shoe is like a, diff- a different animal print. Mm. Sounds wild. They are That's wild, pretty cool. Really rare and limited. And uh, I think I bought them for $130. And they're probably close to two grand now. Ooh. I have a few like that. But you that don't wear one, those, though. That one in particular, because like I got them afterwards. So it's not like, oh, I got them on release day, so I'm lucky. And that's how much they're worth now. I got them like way after. I just like came up on them for like 130 bucks. So like that's crazy. And how'd you come up on those for 130? Uh, shop by my house. Just uh, randomly had them for that down, cheap. Downtown. But... Just randomly had them for a buck thirty. Yeah, they have this like uh, I think it was like a Black Friday sale or something, some kind of like sale. And the uh, and the thing is that another funny thing, well, to people that are in the shoes, uh, that was my first Air Max one. Like before that, I was like strictly dunks. So it's like I went there and I was like, fuck, do I really want these? And it's like right when those shoes came out, there was like a photo of uh, Kanye. Now I'm sounding like a hype beast. Uh, there was a photo of Kanye wearing them. And I was like, damn, those are fire. They're crazy, but they're sick. And then I was like, fucking 130 bucks. And like they fucking skyrocketed in price. Nice. That feels good. Yeah. Um I know, I know a few friends that went to the sneaker game, but always confused the hell out of me. But I guess <laughs> if you if you know what you're doing, there's a lot of money in it. Yeah, for sure. It is a crazy it's, world, that's for sure, and an expensive one. It seems like you gotta like know your stuff. Like the guys always like, oh, yo, the fives. Yo, what about the seventeens? <laughs> but what about the new summer editions? It's like you gotta like really know your stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, up on top of it. yeah. You only mess with Nikes. No, I buy everything. Okay, I'm into Adidas. You got some Yeezys or what? I have a lot of Yeezys. Ooh. You got the Yeezys? Well, well, cause I don't want to buy any. Well, no, probably not. (laughs) I I do want a pair of Statics, but you're definitely not my size anyway. But uh, let me just hear your favorite Yeezys that you own real quick. Because I'm a Yeezy guy. Uh, Static what? The Static 350s. Reflective. Static 700 is like a grail for a lot of people. Which one? 700s? It's like the... The big bulky one. Yeah, yeah. I want the three fifties reflective. Mad expensive. Uh, yeah. But okay, we're on the sneakers. Let's go back to the skating. We have more super chatters that came about. Yeah. I know that's the problem with it. But uh we have some more super chatters that came in, so let, let's shout these guys out real quick. Lions the media kicked up another five bucks, says more Doritos and goldfish for the homies. Cheers. Yeah, Is anybody even eating goldfish? Let's see the homies in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys are munching hard back there. Hard. Uh Moonshine again says, What are your go to skate session gas station snacks? Damn, that's a good one. That is a good one. Moonshine uh, on point. It's like he knows me a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm definitely a, a a chip guy, so I guess like I've been really on those uh uh, what do they get like the spicy the lays like the spicy habanero oh, barbecue. barbecue yeah the barbecue them shits is crack 
<laughs> yeah, those are good. Do you like the, do you like the cheddar jalapeno Cheetos? You mess with those? Yeah, I fuck with those. Yeah, th 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 those are slept on. People people get yeah. the hot and spicy. They sleep on the cheddar jalapeno. Definitely, dude. Damn, you guys know your mm -hmm. salty treats. Straight up, got it. You gotta get, you gotta know your stuff at the gas station. <laughs> um, so <laughs> move, moving on, um, Matthew Rice has a good question. He says, "I know you used to skate with Gonzo a bunch. Craziest thing you ever saw him do in person?" Hey, sorry, my dog's going crazy. I apologize. Your dogs love Gonzo. It's okay. It's acceptable. Sorry, love Gonzo. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I feel like uh, I have definitely skated with Gonzo a bunch, but I feel like whenever I skated with him wasn't on like the I'm filming the banger of my section skating. How he skated with him like on more chill stuff. I mean, obviously he always did amazing stuff, but like as far as like big crazy shit, I don't know. I don't know if I was there for, for any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sure I've seen him skate a drop rail here and there. But um, nothing like any of his like video parts. I'm like, oh yeah, I was there for that. I can't really remember. But right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, oh. um, we'll we'll take a couple more questions. We got one from Franco Sorella. He says, "What kind of music do you listen to when you skate?" When I skate? Do you listen to music when you skate? I'm looking at Joe Jimenez right now. He's the only motherfucker that skates. <laughs> AirPods and like a weirdo. <laughs> Absolutely weirdo. You skate because you want to hang out with your friend. This fool's over here being anti-soul. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to talk to y'all. See? <laughs> we had a good thing going, Joe. We yeah. Fucked it up. Man. Hey, shout out wireless. Shout out wireless. What, what about what about when you're not skating? Do, uh, um, do you have music that I, you like? Get you soaked before the session? Yeah, I just listen to hip hop. Big hip hop head, I guess you'd say. Old stuff, new stuff, or like, cause, cause me, uh, I, I'm, I'm old. Like I like a lot of the old stuff. I get down with some of the new stuff, but I, but I'm still trying to understand it. You know? <laughs> I'm like grandpa out here. <laughs> well, I was like underground stuff. Um, oh, you're cool. But that, that seems to have gone away a bit. Or I feel like it's either gone away or it's like kind of merged with like newer stuff. Now I just listen to a bunch of gangster shit. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, I just listen to like I love gangster rap, man. Yeah, I like going in and out of those phases too. But that, uh, actually, that um, since we uh, adopted John into our family, like uh, he was saying how like all he listened to was rock. Obviously, he was in a metal band. So yeah. every time he hangs out with us, he's always like, yo, who is this? <laughs> So now he's been getting into all like the grimy hip hop shit we listen to, and it's fucking hilarious. That's sick. No, John's totally open. He has like a pretty open palette. Like sometimes I'll come to John's house, uh, whatever. He's playing whatever, like everything from hip hop, metal, everything on down. He's like, bro, Big Pun is so sick. I didn't know Big Pun was so <laughs> sick. I was like, yeah, dude, listen to Capital Punishment. You can wow. play that straight through. It's one of the best albums. Imagine but, discovering um, Big Pun now. For the first time, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Big yeah. L, like Big L, you're like, wait a minute, I gotta go yeah. see this guy live. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's that's a cool thing about discovering music. Yeah. Um, we we have another super chat. We do from Ento Ant Dog Ento. 
says peanut tell a story of the nick ledge at redondo beach how it came about tell us the story of the nick ledge what kink okay kink he probably meant kink ledge oh do you mean kink ledge could be i think he's i mean like the only kink ledge i've ever done was uh yeah my my ending trick in feet four it's like a big kink ledge that goes down to the beach is there a story um, behind it? Not really. I guess I've just been wanting to do it like ever since I felt like I was capable of jumping on it. It's like, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like, uh, it's probably like a 30 flat. 30. It's big, but it's, it's triangle. Like the top is triangle. So, um, my, biggest thing was is i knew going there i would have no skates afterwards like oh, they're gonna be gone and uh so i went there with like uh, when we were filming for feet with lonnie um i went there with just like an old setup and yeah i did it uh, yeah it, should, it was a wild ride <laughs> it's a wild ride man yeah 30 flat a 30 flat 30 with one like this yeah, because I was yeah. like, it, it's pretty mellow. It's not. Oh, like I think I know steep. where it is. It goes straight down into the beach, right? Oh, yeah. There's a kink rail. I, I know. Right I, I know exactly that one. We went there years ago, with yeah. um, with I think like Dave Payne or something like that, and we were like, "Why are you bringing us here?" Because it doesn't even have a, a, an ending at the end, right? Like it, it has a sharp goes, ending. Goes, yeah, it goes down flat, down flat. Like it continues yeah. flat. So you had to jump up before the last flat. Uh, I, yeah, I jumped off before it. So, like, I jumped off, like, right at the end of the down, like, when the yeah. stairs end. Yeah, I, I went to that a while ago and skated some spot up the block. That's crazy. Like, uh, I remember that spot. Yeah, it's random. That so, was, like, I went yeah, you were the, it, like, huh? You were the first one and only one to do that one, right? From what I know of, um, I've witnessed a couple people try it, but I've never seen anyone land it. That's a good feeling. Uh, yeah, it was cool. And I, like I said, I've been wanting to do it forever. And uh, yeah, I went there. And it was another, that was a crazy day. That was the same day. I don't know if you guys have seen, I don't know if you've already seen it. Um, the one, that rail that Farmer does, that's like straight down into the beach. Yeah, yeah. It's 50 stair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the same day. So like I did that kink ledge and then we went and then I took him to that down rail and he did that down rail. Oof. That's a heck of a day. Yeah, that is. <laughs> You're like, let's get this. Yeah. Those are the days that are the day that are like, yes. Especially it ends like, if like, did you do the kink ledge first and he did the the big rail after? Yeah. See, it's it's cool because it ends on like a California sunset too. Mm. So he does that and it's like California. It's like, yeah, we all ripped sunset California on the beach. <laughs> it's picturesque. <goodbye. laughs> Very picturesque. That's like the... uh the Shima Latimer story, the back royale and Latimer's 540, like back to back. Same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Well, I think we'll take one more question. Um, let's see. Someone's asking about you wearing a size 11 or 12 shoe. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> His face. Um, Mufasa says 2000s LA underground hip hop or 90s New York hip hop? Damn. Damn, it's putting you on the spot. 
He's putting you on the spot. Yo, he's uh, trying to start a fight right now. This is the Savannah Alley Unity controversy. Yeah, this is worse. <laughs> this is worse. Uh, let me get let me get both of those. Yeah, okay. that's a good answer. You gotta I mean, take your I, I, Obviously, obviously, I'm gonna say I was more into underground hip hop, but I mean, yeah. you can't you can't beat '90s New York rap. So you can't respect that. <laughs> and and then now you 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 got to give it up for like all, all those errors. It was such good times and such good music and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I damn, think... Jeremy. That's coming up fun. on like two. We're coming up on like two hours right now. Damn, this shit felt time flew. Is there it's any? Been a uh, lovely... Yeah, Sorry. no, this, this has been great. And I was gonna say this. This has been fucking awesome. Is there any last parting words you wanna? enlighten the audience with before we sign off tonight any words of wisdom nah, i don't know about words of wisdom i don't know how, how... the floor is yours but uh shout out to the to the boys shout out to the squad lte too easy shout out moonshine Hey, shout out Scott, though, for that, uh, that <laughs> question, though. This fucking guy. You didn't want to answer that one? <laughs> what did he say? I don't even know what he said. That it was, was uh, how do you feel about wearing a size 12 shoe? Oh, Arlo? that was his question. Yeah, Scott. Got me playing. I'll throw it up on the screen. <laughs> but, Jeremy, this has been awesome having you on the show. Uh, we love talking to everybody from the LTE crew. You guys are all awesome. Shout out to all you guys back there with your Doritos and your White Claws holding it down. We see you all. <laughs> um, Jeremy, thanks again, man. Really appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh, chatting yeah, with us. And, yeah, looking forward to everything that you guys are doing in the future because I know you guys are staying busy and getting out there every weekend and working on some stuff. So, everyone, keep your eyes peeled for everything these guys are doing. Jeremy Soderberg, LTE crew. And Jeremy, thank you again. Appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. You, man. Want to give a quick shout out before we go to our sponsors again, Blink by Rollerblade and Balas Perdias. Check them both out in the link in the description. Also, we will be gone for a couple of weeks. So don't hold. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait for us to come back. We're going to be we'll taking next week off. We'll see you the week after. No, the week after, too. Okay, two weeks to take it off. We'll be on a tropical <laughs> island somewhere, but everybody, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.